to the cult classic podcast cameron jones here always with mark nussel jordan jones uh we're kicking off 2021 uh with a listener request we're going back into through the emails going back through the logs and uh we're, we're cutting out some of the ones you guys have been talking about so- listeners out there this is proof that if you just stick with it or stick Nah, there's no pun don't, there. don't. if you if you continue to request don't we'll do eventually that. do it <laughs> This is maybe, not by many people, but many, many times one of our most requested movies ever to do. <laughs> that cannot be true. Uh, we are doing the angsty 2006 film, Stick It. Stick It. Rebellious teen Haley is court-ordered forced to join the world she hates, gymnastics. What's going to happen? You can either go to juvie or you can go to an elite level gymnastic camp. Uh, so this movie is pretty much in the same vein of like a bring it on, uh, only it's about gymnastics instead of cheerleading or dance Don't you dare squad. put those two, don't you dare put those two <laughs> movies in the same breath, my man. This movie is, um, an MTV original that somehow made it to the big screen. I kept seeing Disney attached Correct, to yes. This is, this Sorry, is a very Sorry, this is a Disney down. original movie that made it to the big screen somehow. Mm, true, very true. It's got gymnastics turns actors, or actors turn gymnastic, gymnasts, or neither, <laughs> and it's got 2006 Jeff Bridges before he broke again. He's in between stuff. Jeff Bridges, Missy Peregrim, not like the Falcon, Vanessa Lenges, Nikki Suhu, Kellen Lutz, directed by Jessica Bettinger, writer from Bring It On. Well, there we go. <laughs> Stick it. Um, this is where we discuss if it's a cult classic, but I don't think we need to waste our time uh, definitively uh, it's not. around the, the room. Thing I might be able to say is that not a lot of people have heard of this, but par uh, might possibly for good reason. Nope. Mm-hmm. So no, this this is not a oh. cult classic. Uh, moving on to cast and crew. Alrighty, cast and crew, let's get into it. Um, basically, the biggest actor in the movie is Jeff Bridges. Surprising to yeah, see him uh, in this movie. Yeah, let's just start play- there be- because uh, I'm going to pretty much just say blanket statement now. I don't know anyone else in this film other than him. No. Yeah, I didn't recognize anyone either. Oh, except for Frank is that dude from Twilight and some other teen movies. He he had, he had a familiar face. But you didn't you didn't farting. recognize him though, did you? You just like read nah, that. Nah, not not until, well, no, kind of. I was like, he's in something, but I mean, I had to piece it together. So Jeff Bridges, he plays Burt Vickerman, the uh, the coach of of the gym. What is it? V, VGA Vickerman Gymnast Academy. VGA. We did the Big Lebowski with him. Yeah, I was about to say, my favorite role is probably just The Big Lebowski. Uh, we have an episode on it. Go back and see that. What's your guys' favorite role? I mean, Big Lebowski, obviously. But I, I actually like this movie called Crazy Heart he made hmm, okay. in 2009. Like the music. It's essentially a star is born if he didn't kill himself and just was an alcoholic for the next 30 years. So I like <laughs> him in those type of like grittier roles. Uh, so I like him in True Grit. I like the remake. Yeah, True Grit's good. It's in the name. I've actually still never seen that version. But I mean, I'll get, I still have never seen There Will Be Blood he, and Tron. No Country for Old Men. 
Yeah, Tron I thought about mentioning Tron. Things. I mean, obviously, w- the remake was like kind of bigger in our time, and that was not great. But but just to discuss him quickly, he's in the between kind of moments in his career. He's obviously not the young leading man anymore. He's moving into the weathered, prestigious character actor. Yeah. Uh, but you just sometimes you got to make movies like this. If they're gonna throw you money, you're gonna make the movie. Could be worse. Bo Bridge has made a Dolphin's Tale. Yeah, but Bo- <laughs> let's not let's not let's not assassinate Bo Bridges now. Okay, right. He's okay. underrated. Uh, next up, we've got Missy Prayergrim. She plays Haley Graham. She's mostly a TV actress. You may be surprised, but this did not catapult her into stardom. It did not. I'd love to see her and the kid from Brink in a movie. She lately has been on Van Helsing. Oh, really? She's in Van Helsing. Yeah, the she's TV not one of the show. main characters. That's not on anymore. T- I don't think, the TV though. show, oh, not the movie. The TV show. Yes, yes, yes. yes Saw yes, that yes, one yes, in the theater. Yes. Uh, Vanessa Lenges plays Joanne Cheris. Also not familiar. Uh, you guys will like this one. She is Vange on Are You Afraid of the Dark? Ooh, nice. Oh, I would she's never. Right for in a million years, remember that. She's also on a lot of TV. She had to be Glee. super young. She had a, a stint in Glee. If I'm not mistaken, she's also a Canadian actress, so I'm sure she just was on some of those Nick kid shows. I mean, all, all those like kid shows pretty much film in Canada, so I'm sure she's been in a bunch of like episodes you know, of something. A couple of two or three seen. Nick shows. Yeah, yeah, something. Uh, Nikki Suhu plays Wei Wei Young. Maddie Curley plays Mina uh, Hoyt. And Kellen Lutz, Cameron said he's a big Twilight fan earlier, plays Frank, recognize him immediately. <laughs> I also, just said oh, I hey, knew hey. he. I figured it out, man. Okay. Uh, he, he's also an accepted. I don't really know where, but I, I just at least. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, I'm pretty movie. sure he's like a, just a dumb guy and accepted too. I was like, he's in a few other just like dumb, like kind of surfer, kind of bro. So the guy that roles. is he the guy that starts to try, try to start fire the whole time and no. ex- oh, he might literally just be a surfer. Speaking of Brink, baby, he like could easily pothead. be in Brink. Yeah, he'd be on the bad side though. He'd be one of those ones that doesn't. Oh yeah, talk, he's, but just, like, he's flexes. yeah, he's X Blades for sure. Yeah. Essentially a, a, cake, a cake eater, if you will. Absolutely. Oh. And everybody else besides the cameos, I don't really recognize. You got Nasty yeah, Lucan. I, I agree. Um, Carly Patterson is in there, too. She's the one who asked for the autograph at the very end. But other than that, yeah, there's not that too seemed big like a, a notable, like they knew who it was cameo. But I mean, not a lot of people that we knew in this cast and crew, so not a lot to go off of here. Uh, other than uh, Jeff Bridges, interesting choice. Uh, do we want to move on to Unverified? So I'm going to be honest, with Unverified, I anticipated a lot of this gymnast is in it, yeah, that gymnast is yeah. in it, and there was very little. Yeah, or I was Of course, even... we know that, uh, sorry, what was her name, Nastia Lukin? Nastia Lukin, yeah. Yeah, so the, the only interesting thing is, and she plays herself in the movie, I when I watched the movie, I'm like, oh, she looks very young, even though, you know, gymnasts are young, and I'm like, well, she probably looked young when she was in the Olympics, and I was just way younger, because I was like... 12 years ago, and I've seen her as an adult. But she was in this movie as a cameo before she was on the Olympic team. Isn't sure. that kind of interesting? Yeah. I was, That's weird. Yeah, she's the only one yeah, we really saw out of like, the team that she was on. You know what? Here, yeah. Here's a throwaway I'm verified for you. We all know that they had um, doubles for the gymnastic stuff. Some of them did do a few of their own stunts. But uh, mm-hmm. Scotty Kramer Jr. and Mike Escamilla, uh, those are the BMX <laughs> stunt. Those are the BMX stunt double people we had. So, you know what? Shout out to them. 
They did some things. Scotty, I recognize guys him right the, away. the the BMX the BMX stunts were unbelievable. Oh, I'm, I, I'm serious. I'm gonna talk about that. Yeah, I had the yeah the whole thing's a little crazy. I don't know if anybody's gonna make it to the Olympics, but somebody can get gold at X Games or at least halfway through. I'm like, when are we bringing back? When is she gonna get on the bike again? She's gifted. I know she was She's amazing gifted. at the bike. Um, I, I look to see why Jeff Bridges is in this movie, but just, there's nothing out there. <laughs> I assume he got paid. Actually, I heard, and this is completely unverified, they were looking for a Bo Bridges-type character, <laughs> and Jeff Bridges just had to take the role. Uh, Isabel Severino and Jessica Miyagi were the stunt doubles who played Haley. So, I'm guessing actual gymnasts of some sort, maybe collegiate level. Two of the gymnasts, uh, some of the side characters, did their own stunts. Because they were actual gymnasts, but like at the tail end of their career and retiring from the sport. But because of insurance reasons, they couldn't get cleared to completely just do all of their stunts, even though they were capable of it. So I think like one of them did their bar routine and one of them did vault. But you know, which, which, which two was it? I don't. Okay. Well, Megan told me. (laughs) Uh, this is, this is actually, this is pretty unverified, but, uh, uh, sorry. This what does it say? This movie wants to be bring it on so fucking bad. Oh no, that's verified. That is verified. <laughs> I mean, I think it's from the family of Bring It On. I mean, isn't there like I think it's I think it's supposed it's riding to the be. coattails. Yeah, it, hoping and a prayer. You, you guys get it, you know, like Bring It On. This was a twenty million dollar budget. Stick it was a twenty million dollar budget, and Bring It On. I'm gonna look on. It just seems like they have to be. It's got to be double the budget. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Twenty million's not not exactly cheap. Mm-mm. Bring it on's budget was whoa, eleven million dollars. Whoa, eleven. So million. this actually had double the budget of uh, Bring It On. That's tough. I mean, it that had way more stuff. You know what? That's kind of that's kind of I mean, like uh, made twice the budget. Uh, it pulled in thirty million dollars at the box office. Stick it did on a twenty million dollar budget, and Bring It On pulled in ninety ninety million dollars. You know, this is a Disney movie, though, and kind of in a classic thing, when they know they had something that worked once, they throw a fuck ton of money at it to try to duplicate it. That's true. this is just kind of that syndrome. That's true. This is them being like, well, bring it on work, so how about we just give them more money to make us more bring it on money? Okay, let's... So uh, I think that's kind of what happened. I apologize to the listeners out here who love this movie, but it's impossible to talk about this movie without comparing it to bring it on. That's true. But I, I I don't want to dwell on that too much. Uh, Missy Peregrine did four months of training just to do the, like, just learn gymnastic basics, at least so she could have the form and technique to make it look believable. Uh, but that was also because she had to put on a ton of muscle to let, at least look comparable to her body double. So all of them, everyone who wasn't a gymnast, had to do a pretty extensive four-month, like, basics to get technique and then weight training to look a little more like a gymnast, which gets I me I will to- say this. Mm-hmm. Missy Peregrine's pretty jacked in the movie. Yeah, she's actually pretty. Yes. Everyone's like looking believable in it, uh, except for so one thing, stunts, which I will get to the later. The stunts and the gymnastics uh, were awesome. Going. I th- I think it all like the just the stunts and everything. You couldn't really tell it was like a you know when it's like really tacky. And you're like oh, that's definitely a double. Like this. Actually, yeah, I thought the they, body doubles well. were tasteful. Yeah, agreed. Uh, just to get to something, I will get into on question comment though. The average gymnast height. Give a guess, you two. Any any guess? Five, three. Are you alluding to that uh, she's no, way like too five, tall? Two. 
Five two. She's very tall. Everybody, this is an animosity later, but just so to give us some like some some legs to stand on for a later argument. The average uh, gymnast, female gymnast, is four nine. Uh, the character oh. Haley, uh, she's she's actually five five. Joanne is five two. Weiwei is five three, and Mina's five five. So everybody is about at least half a foot taller than the average gymnast. And I'll get Haley to that looks like later. she's seven foot in the movie. Uh, it was kind of hard finding facts for this one. So if anyone has any any facts they know or found online, make sure you shoot us uh, shoot us those facts on social media. All right, let's move on to likes and favorite. Aspects. It's a different word. Aspects. Aspects. Likes and favorite aspects. All right. Who wants to kick it off? All right. There's at least one big aspect that I have, a glaring aspect. Mm-hmm. I think you may probably have the and same it's one. The, it's the soundtrack. It's the music. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it has Green Day. It has Blink-182. It has a lot of Fallout Boy from Under the Cork Tree. It has... I thought of you guys with a... I mean... My Morning Jacket. Yeah, it has a lot of music in there. I mean, there are some bad rock bands and like just gimmicky songs that go with like the like the the title of the movie and just kind of what's happening in the scene. When, that I don't when, exactly know. When I was know. watching this, I was just crossing off the songs you guys like when you were learning instruments practice. I'm like, and that one, and that one. Yep, and correct. One. This may be this may be the best soundtrack of like a 2000s movie. To be honest, like this has. This has Blink at the end. This has Fall Out Boy. Yeah, Cameron no, said it, all the bands. It, it worked out it that their stacked. angsty music that they chose for it was, I, I would say, one of the better times in pop, uh, pop punk music. I mean, it wasn't... Ex- yeah. It's close to the heyday, I would say, probably. Yeah, it's in there. It's 2006. I did have a question, though. The, the Blink... They played a Blink song I was not familiar with. Anthem Part 2? Uh, it's a, it's a, I love that song. It's off of uh, it's the first song on either Anthem of the Take State or it, it's the opening track. Anthem Part One is the end of Anima, so Part Two would have to be Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure we got there. I guess I personally would have loved a little Sum Forty One if we were throwing out some stuff. I wouldn't have minded. It sure seems Sum Forty One should have fit in there. I'll agree with that. What were you going to put as your favorite aspect, Jordan? Um, just Jeff Bridges is in a movie that he shouldn't be, and. When you compare someone like him with the talent he has in a movie like this, you're like, oh, he can really act. Yeah. <laughs> Even in this, like, you know, it's a throwaway role or whatever, but he does well in it still. Because here, here's why. With, with the subject matter and, like, a coach with young girls, you don't want it to be in any way creepy. And he yeah. wasn't. And that's why none of us recast... Don't do it now, just okay. in case. Oh no way! Well, Nobody is going to have John Travolta as a coach. Oh, that'd be, <laughs> that's pretty funny. This this was a favorite aspect of mine. When mm-hmm. movies like this made for teenagers, you got to know who the characters are by their costume design. And she was so angsty in her in her mm. essentially jinkos and hooded sweatshirts and what an angster. <laughs> What an angst to me. Yeah, well, when they were wearing green, she was wearing blue. And when everyone was wearing white, she was wearing black. Like, she, for some reason, she'd always have to change her her Leo, as they call him in the flick. Her Leo. You know, our mom was a dance teacher. Uh, I never heard them refer to the leotards as Leos, I don't think. Never heard of them as the second part of Leotard either. Mm, Yeah, I pretty much just always heard everyone say Leotard. Leotard. But yeah, there were a couple. There were a couple silly, uh, you know, special needs jokes in there that you were, you know, you got to expect from some of these mid two thousands movies. That's true. There was yeah. one specific, 
Yeah, well, we'll save that. Um, any more favorite aspects? Uh, if there's something amazing about this movie you think we're missing, make sure you write us in and let us know your favorite aspect of this movie. And uh, let's move on to questions, comments, animosities. Questions, comments, Right. Who wants to kick off questions, comments, and animosity? Um, I got one thing to say, and it's a big animosity in any movie. I hate the prototype of that angsty rocker because it's pretty much always someone who's pissed at their mom or their dad, and then they have to get back into that passion that they were into before. It's the prototype for all those, and I hate it, but more so— Yeah, I think that's angst 101. Yeah, but the the <laughs> thing I hate the most about it is I hate when people use like the rock hands as like a peace symbol as in like any sort of movie. Be like, well, I understand you, rock hands, like rock on, or when you say rock on a lot. If it's not in a concert, I get why, don't, don't I say get why you can't, on, but I wanted yeah. to see the bird there. I wanted to see two two big birds up yeah. in the air. Yeah, that, that's definitely a 10-point deduction. That's 20 points right there, Mark, you're giving me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, that brings me to my question. The tone of this movie, comparing it to other teenage movies like this, what do you think demographic they're going for? Is it teenagers or is it like preteens? Like, it almost feels preteens. It feels closer to preteeny, yeah, because those are it's probably... rated PG thirteen. I mean, it's it's aimed at, it's aimed at the gymnast community and also the rockers, so the rock and gymnast. It's aimed for them. So I guess it's just a, it's just aimed for teenage kids. Yeah, 100%. they're out there. Like They're middle school there. teenagers, not high schools, all right? I mean, Jordan, I saw it twice. In high school? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we were talking about this, but just to throw it out there again, just like she's too tall to be a gymnast. She looks like a, she's really lanky looking compared to like some of the other actual gymnasts in the background. So I think that's just the op- it's giving us an optical illusion, making her look way too tall, even though she's like 5'5". Five, five. Um, based on the acting of the gymnast, one, I guess you could argue... It does seem like most gymnasts, because they're kids and they've lived such an isolated, weird life, they they would act poorly in movies. True. But I was surprised that not more of these, the the cast were actual gymnasts. Yeah, I me too. I thought that we'd have a little more crossover just so that we wouldn't have to have bad doubles. But like the doubles do fine anyway, so you kind of just didn't need it, I guess. I mean, I I think the faults with this movie, if there are some, it's not the gymnastics. That all actually looks pretty good. Yeah, looks great. It's. It's the pacing of this movie. It's it's hard to tell what's going on in their timeline. And far be it to me to uh, shit on a, a montage, but just one montage into the next, I'm like, what is happening in this movie? It seemed Training. like there was no urgency for the championships or the meets that they were getting ready. It seemed like they were no. just kind of training yeah. all day, yeah. every day. We're training. We're at the meet now. It didn't go well, I guess, but... It does also seem know. like you can just walk away from meets and just be fine for the next one. There's no qualification, I guess, just to keep competing. You just got to show up, so that's cool. But to take it... <laughs> I, think true, I think true of any club sports, gymnastics, ice skating. You, you pay the fee, you're in nowadays. That's true, that's true. If you want to throw the dough. Uh, just to take it back to the very beginning, seems like a... Pr- Actually, even before this... That skateboard at the beginning, okay, when it's like the BMX versus the skateboard going through that construction, you can't skateboard down a ladder. It's rungs. You're just going to immediately get stuck. He grinded, like dude. What are you talking about? He's sick as fuck. Yeah, Did he? Grounded. Don't you know about grinded? Grinded down that, la- that from ladder. What I saw, from what I saw, the visual no, looked like your he rode down you. the middle. Okay. Guys, I'm not going to be honest to you. That, that opening BMX... Slash skateboard scene that caught me wildly off guard. I'm like, what so is I will happening? Give, I have to give Stick it a lot of credit for that opening scene. What an opening scene! I thought I was watching a James Bond movie. I know it. Also, it was close. 
It was action. Never back down. And amazing stunts. The movie Never Back Down has a very similar like housing development car chase sequence that like it gets caught and has to go to like Of course it does. I guess fight camp or something, whatever happens to that movie. Is he mad or is, um, is he mad at his mom or his dad? I can't remember. Well, I don't oh, know. There wasn't any good both. Charlotte in that movie. Oh, that's your dad. That's your dad. That's good Charlotte 101. <laughs> oh, but just also uh, back to that like that skateboarder. That skateboarder can get down all that ladder, the slide, but he can't just handle going up a vert ramp. Something it seems like he should be able to handle, like because that's an actual skateboard like terrain. That seems odd. I found nothing wrong with that scene at all. Okay, I'll get cool off. Cool orange crush <laughs> that graphic perfect. tee that he was wearing. You see that? Very oh, yeah, cool. You yeah. find that at Urban Outfitters nowadays. Um, I did think that I suppose when Haley crashed through the window, she might be a little more banged up. Pretty cut, you just not just a wiggle. The well, it turns out oh. that's a fourteen thousand dollar window. Yeah, is that how much windows are? <laughs> I did think about that. I'm like, that seems a bit steep. Fourteen thousand um, dollars in property I would not damage. Think so. That's what she was charged with. Nah, you know those. We pe- missed you them know lighting the- a Honda Civic on fire. Yeah, in the- <laughs> yeah. you know those people were like, "Oh, while we're at it, let's knock out this like terrace here." And okay, fair, fair. Okay, so- let's. Okay, mm-hmm. I well, whenever you want to get there, let's go to the court hearing and um, what, what do oh, they yeah. call it? It seems the like sentencing. pretty pretty wacky court ruling, and I think you just send them to juvie no matter what. I don't think you get these weird ultimatums. I didn't know what the hell, and and I was watching it with Megan. Uh, my fiance now. Uh, oh yeah, congratulations, oh, Jordan! Your fiance. Uh, your fiance. I, I was fishing a little bit. Thank you. Yes, I got engaged. Uh, so that's that's. <laughs> no, but congrats, really. Um, thank, thank you, thank you. Um, she knew what the VS. What, what, they, what do they call? You can either go to Juvie or you or can go VGA. to VSH. I'm like, what the fuck is VGA? I'm like, wait a second, VGA is just an elite yeah, level I'll gymnastics go to Fiji. camp. Yeah, let's go to Fiji. Sign me up. This okay. This is super unverified, but I guess one of the other options was Washington or George Washington Military Academy, and that's like uh that is actually a Disney Channel original movie place <laughs> from like Cadet Kelly, I guess. So oh nice, take that. I don't even know what Cadet Kelly is. Uh, it's a it's Hillary a Duff. Duff. Uh, what's the girl Ooh, from? She goes to military um, school. Uh, and Ren no, Stevens' sister. Yeah, Ren Stevens. Ren. Okay, Christina uh, something. Okay, anyway. I just want to throw this out here. So we obviously know the mom is bad. We see a good amount of her. But I just want to remind you guys, the dad says some pretty harsh things about the mom and her in the beginning. So just just, just a reminder. He's not good either. I don't think there's, I don't think there's any good guys there. No, 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 no. Um, the mom seems <laughs> especially bad, I suppose. Now, you were talking about pay-to-play, but, like, I just don't think, okay, like, you wouldn't just be allowed back in to like top elite gymnastics if you took like a year off. You're behind. Number two, if I'm already a student and I'm paying a shit ton, I'm gonna be so mad that like all of a sudden she's getting all this attention. Fuck that. She walked away. Um, okay. I do think though that in those situations, sometimes they do bring in a ringer to shake things up. Most of yeah, the time they're not there court ordered. But uh <laughs> I if I if I had to watch a reality show about this sure that they would bring in a ringer i mean the closest i've seen to this is the replacements where they bring someone out of prison go and see our episode of the replacements spike little giants go listen to our episode of little giants actually you know what one of the biggest animosities is that they don't send her to jail day one because she's not participating in this court ordered thing and be like well you're going to jail well (laughs) we learned that he was there to cash checks true i'm here to do two things cash checks and cash chew bubble gum and i'm all out of bubble gum 
This is way better than Juvie. I think we can all agree on that, right? This oh, is 100%. Oh my god. She's yes. whining so much when she would be in Juvie. Like I kind of hate her for that. But that's 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 angsty kid 101. They're so stupid. That's true. Yeah, I would like to see maybe like some more some more hijink with the the dormitory. Maybe she could have thrown some pranks on, on the girls. Maybe like a tarantula's let loose, a, an ant farm. They didn't get much of a bonding experience. I agree. No, not much. I thought there could have been a more coming together of the 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 stick it was when they tried on prom dresses, kind of, but that was pretty yeah, late was in the game that. when they were already. Oh, speaking fun of that, those two uh, scene. Poot and who was it? Frank, Poot and Frank, Frank and Poot, Poot and Frank. Frank and Poot are really supportive, good friends to uh, to Haley, but also almost I, dangerously stupid. They were gonna break into Juvie with mask and knock out a judge to take her. Like, what did they think was gonna happen? They would be in trouble, and she'd still be wanted. Bad call, boys. Bad call. I think you'll find that loyal good friends are often stupid. Mm, real dumb. Real fucking dumb. Um, they Their characters have some flaws. I think in the span of one sentence, it's homophobic. It's not nice to special needs kids. Like, just in the blink of an eye. Gets real, real dodgy with, I think, uh, uh, the Ox or whatever we call yeah. the 2000s. Pretty much any character like that in these movies, as we've talked about before. It, I mean, it's just, it's, it shows 2000s. its times, but I mean, you know, we, we've talked about this before. And if we, if you are a first time listener, it's no good. We don't support it. <laughs> I was a little, uh, and now I guess I don't know where Worlds was. I assume it was in the United States. I thought the Frank and Pooh <laughs> were going to make it to Worlds. Yeah, you'd assume they would. Uh, maybe it's out of state, though. You know, maybe it's like in Orlando and they're not traveling. Isn't that funny that that's that's so United States like oh yeah worlds it's in the U S <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it may be in somewhere weird like it's in Fresno yeah right it's not even in somewhere yeah. cool it's you in know Omaha Nebraska it's in the hotbed of Fresno um I'll mm. just quick comment throw away uh, nice chance she's wearing a lot of uh, media are they shorts are they pants they're chance I'm sure you guys love mm. that I'd love to bring back those dickies Mark I don't know if you wore chance as much as Cameron growing up I wore a lot of chance. <laughs> Cameron wore just big shorts. I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if he was yeah, going chance. for chance. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay. also a weird. I was a weird fit growing up. I was really tall. Was I buying pants? Was I trying it's to a have tough shorts? Fit. You, you know. can't find nah. them out on the shelves. So I'm gonna explain the difference. Back in the day, especially 2006. Let's go 95 to pretty much like three years ago. Shorts ran sure below did. the knee. If you grew up watching Allen Iverson, they went way below the knee. But chance are a different thing. There is some they're form all, to them, and they're, they're in almost between. Capris. They're almost they're not capris. capris. No, no. <laughs> they're almost capris. It's not that. They're just not quite capris because they're still capris pretty Capris might have like a, like a tie at the end. Loose. You could make them tighter or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, I want to talk about a, a question I have about Haley's yeah. training. He just lets her train on her own and get in shape. That's pretty dedicated. Yeah, he came back. He came back four hours later, and she just had a broken neck, and she was dead on the floor. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you brought that up. They insinuated a lot that it sounds like Jeff Bridges' character Bert Vickerman was just blowing out knees. Yeah. What, what, what was that all well, about? You, well, I guess they had to give him something. He had a haunted past. Well, as you can see from Haley, it doesn't seem like he keeps a close eye on the girls or is spotting a lot of people. Um. Yeah, yeah. I, I need just the dollar, 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 dollar is what I need. <laughs> That's true. Could you imagine if you made a real dramatic movie about gymnastics? How dark it would be. It'd be the most sad movie. We can all agree this sport is disgusting. It'd be like a boxing movie. But it'd be so much more sad because boxers sort of make their own decision, and yes, they get taken advantage of by their trainers oh, and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You. Can, but they're. Yes. I don't mean. I'm not even talking about like. 
in any sexual weird way. I'm just saying, like, I feel like these kids are manipulated so. by their parents and the coaches. Yeah. And it's just yeah, we, a dark, we get a shade of that in this sport. movie. We see some of these stage moms kind of just just an Dance angsty moms. MTV original. Going going back real quick to what we we're just talking about about uh, him really not caring about the girls and them getting hurt. There's a moment when Joanne's complaining about being an alternate. A girl gets hurt, goes on the floor, and he walks away and just says, well, not anymore. Now you have to give her your Leo and just, like, walks away from the situation. Every No one helped her. She's, like, really hurt. Oh, no. Everybody walked now, away. He he cut her and replaced her the moment she landed on her ass on the beam. She's like, well, we need we got to replace It's just a bruise. It's just a bruise. That's Vickerman, dude. He's yeah. a savage. Well, also, like, I, I mean, like, I would probably just honestly leave his camp after this because, like, first we just already know who's going to championships. Then he's throwing a last-minute Hail Mary competition and then some, like, reject, like, Weiwei's getting in and she clearly wasn't before in the other one. Whoa, uh, I, I thought you were going to say Haley. No, no. Haley reject, probably, like, Weiwei? Uh, l- like Jordan she said, do? she's the ringer to just put a fire everyone, under everyone's ass. Got it, got uh, it, Also, I, Even though it didn't seem to happen. And it wasn't his idea. If you remember, some <laughs> like the one other male coach we see in two scenes goes up. He's like, hey, how about you? How about you? I think he even says in a whisper, how about you light a fire under their ass and make them compete for it? <laughs> how about we get a ringer in there? Okay, I'm jumping to the end of the movie real quick, but it's a similar thing, and it's when Haley has an interview, and then she gets a phone call mid-interview and says, oh, hang on, and it's not important, it's Poot, and then she walks over and inter- interrupts another interview to be like, hey, it's Poot. Like, wait Badass move. two seconds. Rock oh. fists. Throw up your rock fists. Oh, okay, you Pull know what? I, I have to make a contradiction. Let's rock. Let's rock today. I have to make a contradiction. I did say I, I hate when people do a, like a rock fist in movies for like, I don't know. Yeah, like together we can do this. It turns out you love well, it. Well, I do like the line from Poot when he says, too much rock for one fist. And he puts the two hands together. <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. Classic. I don't know if that's from this movie or if he stole that, but that is that is. He uh, might that have stolen it, but it's funny. Poot gives Haley... Um, that cell phone to take to what he thought was juvie, essentially. Yeah. But she doesn't have a charger. No. She's no got a charger. phone. That's going to last. Although, in 2006, phones did last a lot longer because they weren't smartphones. You could probably rocket charge for like three days. And if you had the right carrier, you could just get battery replacement in store and just keep doing that. But she's also a skater punk, George, so she's just going to steal one of those rich kids' chargers. That's true. That's true. Um, I think she's a rich kid too. Yeah, right? she just does a, seem like a rich kid. Just too. a product of divorce and infidelity. Yeah. I mean, her parents must have enough money to have made her an elite level gymnast. Well, that's why I was surprised to hear no good Charlotte in the movie. <sighs> well, because she's more mad at her mom. Well, if than her, her dad, dad would have been the one that cheated, okay. then yeah, true, it would have a hundred percent. I do have a question. This is my biggest animosity. So the the whole unity of bucking the system, mm-hmm. the message, the patriarchy of the the judges. Right. And how they pretty much ruined these little girls' lives. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really just a plot point to not shoot a lot of gymnastic scenes. <laughs> well, it, it did probably work in their <laughs> it favor. It seemed like a budgetary reason. Before I knew that they had a $20 million budget, it just seemed like a way to shoot a lot less pinnacle gymnastic scenes at the end of the movie. Yeah, it is probably a big budget saver. It's true. I mean, I wouldn't it, it be like... Oh, Captain, my Captain moment, bro. Come on. What? Well, one, I think we can all... It was, but you know what they gave us before that? A whole bunch of poetry <laughs> and a whole bunch of life lessons. They didn't They didn't cut out that. They didn't cut out the meat of it. They didn't just go straight to the O-Captain, my okay, captain. Okay, true, true. And also, I will say, like, we were already talking about this. Like, all these people poured so much money into this. I'm not agreeing to scratch. Fuck that. I put, like, $20,000 into oh, this Oh, I would, I would not scratch. My team would want... If I went, like, the last two in any of the, in any of the events, last two, I'm going to maybe give it a go just to see if I can beat that other girl. 
Did you notice that it was really only Team Vickerman that won? Yeah. Hey, guys, we're going to stick it to them, but we're all going to win. Like, oh, I'm we're so glad we chose Nasty Lucan and then the rest of our team. If like if you wanted to stick it to the judges, maybe everyone just do their routine with your underwear out. We'll all take that deduction so no one can take it from there and no one points your toes. There we go. We got rid of the two big ones. There you're done. I can tell you that there were some role players that had nerves and like, oh my God, this could not have gone any better. I don't have to compete. Yeah, oh for sure. I was just my stomach. Yeah, the character's name is Joanne. You know who really lost? It's anybody that went to go watch it. Oh, why would you be there past the first day? They're all throwing up zeros. They were pissed too. They were pissed. You gotta be kidding me. I got a ticket to Fresno. She's throwing up another rock fist. Another one. Um, I, I will say ignorantly, uh, uh, myself being ignorant before she, uh, before Haley scratched throughout the rock fist, I'm like, she just does not have enough speed to get off that ball. <laughs> I didn't realize she was just going to go and stand up there. Uh, it actually, it cuts to all of a sudden someone running full speed just after her. Like, shot, <laughs> the actual oh, Speaking about running towards the vault, her like doing that, like at the very beginning, <laughs> she's being started, like that little loose armed run, that arm wiggle thing that you've like done when you're like eight years old. That's funny. That's actually really funny. If I could go back to the favorite favorite parts of this movie, mm-hmm. I really that that run was goddamn hilarious. <laughs> kind of, that kind of segues for me into a little bit of a comment I have about the uh, the visuals of it. They do a lot of mm-hmm. this kind of wide frame from the side where they don't move the camera, and it's just somebody running down a vault. Yeah, they actually did have really nice composition with wide shots and let people work within the frame. I don't know something I noticed. Uh, I want to take it to two scenes real quick. Uh, one is the I guess I lied speech uh, by Jeff Bridges. That is the worst thing to say to all these people you milked money out of. <laughs> when the mom's like, you said we were going to the Olympics. And even the way he said it is like, I guess I lied. Just like it's such a rub it in your <laughs> nose kind of way to say it. Maybe a little bit of tack there. I think, I think it was supposed to be this uplifting Hey, now we're being honest. Yeah, but moment. it came off as but like no. I, it just came off. I guess I conned you all. Is what it came off as. I think the worst thing is have that conversation privately with that mom in your office, not in front of all these kids. Oh, the moms and the I kids mean, are like, oh, well, we were about to sign up, but that I was the school we're... of rock moment when he's like, you know, I know I've touched your kids and they've touched me too. <laughs> yeah, maybe he took like it that, that too far. <laughs> Oh, one would actually might be one of my favorite lines from the movie. It's when they convince Jeff Bridges to get on the trampoline and he does the one somersault. And just the way he says, how about a double or something? And then just like the way he flies off right after that, just the confidence he says it before he gets hurt really makes me laugh. How about a double? That's how you that's how you like say something on a trampoline too, right? You got to catch your breath yeah. and like say it. Like, you got to do it in between the bounces. You got to talk when you're in that's the air so you're not getting it forced out of you. <laughs> I guess I didn't I didn't see that happening. I'm like, there's no way this is gonna work, but then it, it, it didn't. Oh, this is a trickle down. If you're gonna talk about chance, don't you guys miss uh an, um Jeff Bridges characters Bert Vickerman? His whole costume design, don't you miss the tracksuit kind of vibe? The not the tracksuit kind Sounds of vibe, like not just that, but like the bell bottom, not as tapered as we are oh, nowadays. Just yeah. letting it ride. Yeah, they were flat boot cut jeans. Look, a little more silky, yes. Boot cut jeans are going to come back, I bet, within the next do you, five. Do you guys want to push that? Think? Like, I want to still be tighter on the ass, but I want my, I want my boots to be able to, yeah, loose boots. Loose I know boots. Mark and myself both. Where I don't know if Cameron, we were boot cut jeans and flip flops as kids. Oh yeah, no reason too. We'd wear that to a wedding. Think it was like fucking fashion. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
true. <laughs> I mean, that's that is true. Some nice bootcut khakis and a nice pair of browns from old. Like now, everything looks American good, Eagle. but you fucking chose to wear flip flops to this thing, didn't you? <laughs> Actually, I was uh, I was out in a. Uh, I don't know, like shopping for something. I'm like, maybe I'm gonna get some Doc Martens. Maybe not like hey, they're the back cool, in like though. black they ones. Are. Not like the black ones. I'm thinking the brown. Oh, ones brown like, ones. Like we, we kind of we kind of talked about the dated language in this, but there is one scene where it's like not even dated language. It's when Frank in front of Joanne to her face says, "Dude, she's such a bitch." Like right to her, and then she <laughs> then it goes on to Joanne asking uh, Poot, "Do you think I'm a bitch?" And he's like, yeah, but like, yeah, I don't a little bit care of a bitch. About it. I'm okay but with it's that. Not a big deal. It's like, like, that, like, just kind of a poor taste scene. I will Frank. say it's not called gymnastics. That's true. It's called gymnastics. Ooh. I thought there was going to be way more of those one liners in there. Joanne, Joanne, that caught me did. off. She guard. had a lot of just kind of funny misspeaking kind of lines. I think the problem was <laughs> yeah. they wasted Joanne since she was kind of the. That's that trope of At like a dumb the- blonde. Like they, they did that way too much in this movie. I- so. Well, she should have been. I thought there's okay. This movie could have been amped up by their rivalry yeah. more. She was just stupid. Whereas Bring It On, they have a rivalry in a, the, like the whole time. There wasn't really well, even the girl that hates her isn't really a competition because everyone decides not to compete. So there really isn't any competition in this movie. Yeah, there wasn't. There that would have improved the movie. An actual rival or something. Building to something. I transferred from Los Angeles. This school has no gymnastics team. This is a last resort. <laughs> Wait, wrong movie. I I will say this, and and this I think will be the last time I bring it on. I I, I bring up Stick It versus Bring It On. Mm-hmm. The big difference is, even though this is the the director that directed this, is the screenwriter of Stick It or of Bring It On, right? Mm-hmm. But the quality and acting between Kristen Dunst. And Gabrielle Union, and then whoever the other person is on stick Eliza compared to this movie, it's just night and day. Th- yeah. These these don't seem like actors, except Jeffrey. Well, this one does seem more like an original TV movie, whereas Bring It On, yeah. Despite the budget, that's why you're like expecting more gym, gymnasts, actual gymnasts, is what. Yeah, you, yeah. You were saying earlier. That, well, that's why it surprised me so much that most of them were people that kind of faked it well enough and trained. I'm like, oh, but I will agree. Just... They did fake it. Well, they really did fake it. Well, if there's they really one did. great no, thing they... to be said about this movie, they faked the doubles. Well, and the cutscenes. the only, the most unrealistic Correct. thing is just the, they don't have gymnastic builds is the biggest thing. I don't think everybody is as bad as, um, the I mean, main Haley character, Haley. She's, she is tall with really broad shoulders. She looks like a swimmer. Or yeah. She does look like a swimmer. Something. She doesn't look like a gymnast at all. She's way taller, but, I've got one big last question. Mm-hmm. What is what's uh what's Jeff Bridges chewing on over there? What's he always like? Uh, he got his mouth over there. You know there. that beef jerky that's like dust me like chew. That's what he <laughs> yes. does. Well, that pretty much wraps up question, comment, animosity. Uh, let's move it on to recasting. How far uh, how far down did you guys go? Let's not go crazy here, okay? I did the three friend gymnasts, Joanne, Way, and Mina, and I did Frank and Poot, and that's as far as I went other than the two leads. Okay, love that. Let, let's. I'm going to do quite a bit less than that. I'll jump in where I can. Jordan, do you have uh, Frank and Poot, the friends? I can do okay, those, Okay, you, you go last, just and you can work off of us. Cameron, start it off. I have a, 
I have a duo for you, but uh, no matter what, I'm keeping the Frank the same. But the Poots interchange, I do have a better. I do have a better Poot that I'm changing though. For Frank, I'm doing Eldon Hansen, Penub from Idle Hands. He's gonna be the the one farting all the time. Yes, I love that Penub dude. So He's good. perfect. I'm going Chris Marquette. He plays Mitch from Just Friends, the brother. Yes, I love that one. I had Chris Marquette too. Ooh. He's a perfect Poot, dude. He's perfect. perfect. Yeah, he would kill that. I went. I went with Sean William Scott. It's maybe a little more raunchier, but also kind of build. He's for, built for a little Frank. more like that guy. Yeah, he's a little more muscular, so that makes sense. Chris Marquette is definitely poop. George, do you have anybody? Um, Shia LaBeouf and um, uh, Crumholtz. Crumholtz. Crumholtz and Shia LaBeouf bouncing sure. off each other. I don't hate that at all. Yeah, I can work with that. You don't win, but I don't hate that. Okay. Uh, let's move on to the gymnast. Let's start with uh, Weiwei. I did Aquafina. You know her from Crazy Rich Asians and Ocean's Eight. She's she's funny. She's comic relief. I don't know her size or her gymnastic skills, but oh, I got a trickle down dislike. Weiwei's bar routine. Sucks. It does kind of suck sucks. a little bit. I was actually going to say that too. Sucked. There are, there are impressive elements in it, but the dancing's not. That dancing's not cool. It just her turns out you can't dance cool. Stunk. <laughs> I agree. I I I'm glad she got second. I went I went to uh, Ellen Wong from. Um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World knives. Okay, uh, nice. I like that one. Uh, let's do Mina. That would be the blonde one. Um, I did Ariana Grande. She's tiny. She's the size of a That's gymnast. A wild move. And she's pl- honestly, technically, she could probably play the Joanne character, but I have someone better for that. But she kind of plays ditzy. So does that character. Oh, that's kind of like um. Madonna in League of Their Own, tossing a pop star. I mean, she started as a Disney actress on a Houston TV in, show, uh, Bodyguard. I went to more prevalent in the 2000s uh, actress Amanda Bynes. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Amanda. Megan and I did float Amanda Bynes, and it's big for this movie because she has dumb voice. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I, I was. It's not, I, who, it's not me who said it, so. Because of Mean Girls and also. Am I wrong? Uh, no. No. Kind of because of Mean Girls and a similar ditzy character and another Amanda, I was going to maybe throw Amanda Seyfried in there, but she has big boobs and that's unrealistic for a gymnast. So I, I was trying it. to stray away from the Mean Girls because I feel like those are obvious casts for me. Like, yeah, and I've, I've, I've kind of done that before. So you're going to hate mine for the the old teammate because I did go with the Mean Girls person. That's fine. You did. I'm not saying it's off the charts. I'm, I'm, I'm saying... guessing you just did Rachel McAdams. I did Rachel McAdams, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going for. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, who'd you guys do for Joanne? Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, oh, I like nice. that. I did uh, Anna Kendrick. She kind of plays that Love like that too. Oh, Anna she Kendrick would be she good plays, too. Bo- she's petite. Yeah, she's petite. She plays bossy and uh, ditzy in a lot she of characters. Play, so. She could play mean. That's actually good. Uh, I think we're on to the main two, unless you guys have any other side characters. Again, I want Dominique Dawes or Dominique Mucciano. Those are the gymnasts from my childhood. Uh, I believe actually there were. This was supposed to be written for twins, and I think with them. But some one of them didn't want to do it. I think we need about four more real, real gymnasts. gymnasts in yeah, this movie. I agreed. In some capacity, Name recognition. What, what, you can't throw some money at them. Future Olympic teamers. I, I agree with you a little bit. Well, like you were or, saying or, earlier, I don't know. Maybe maybe Bert Vickerman brings in one of his old people to talk to him and talk some sense into Haley. Get get me a weird cameo from the '96 Dream yeah. Team of gymnastics. I'm, that's all I'm saying. That's all. Let's I'm top saying. this off with the last two. Do you want? Let's do Bert. Who do you guys have for coach? I've done this before, and I'll do it again. It's Kurt Russell. If I if it's a Jeff Bridges coach, it's going to be Kurt Russell. Vice versa for me. J.K. Simmons. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah. I would like it if his was the... And I don't know why I'm picking that. It's just because there needs to be some sort of banter between 
the two the two characters. I get that. And he can have good snide, like snide remarks and yes. quips back. Yes. Right, I have right, two right. people. One is a little less fun, but the the reoccurring thing I have for both of them is their haunted past. Not that they're creepy, you know. There's a little there's a little controversy with them, and they're kind of has been. I can't even tell where One, you're going with this right now. Kevin Costner. Okay. He's the perfect has been coach. Yeah, that that's, that makes sense to me. What about Michael? Ke- what but about he's not Michael funny Keaton? to your point. Michael Keaton's just too goddamn crazy. <laughs> well, I can believe I can believe that uh, Costner's like maybe he was a fucking gymnast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like yeah, like Jeff Bridges, like until he does the uh, double double or whatever he asks, like <laughs> or the full or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So the only reason uh, this next person, I think he would be good for the movie, um, but in real life he's he's cloaked in controversy. Mel Gibson would be perfect for this role. Mm, yeah. Oh, okay, I guess. No, not. I could see it. I just had to think about it. I've, How about more yeah. of a look like uh, Dennis Quaid? Ooh, I, I like Dennis Quaid, but I'm gonna throw you right. I know he's done sports movies and kids movies, so I'm just putting it all together. If you made this not uh, a kids movie or a teenage flick, but made the dramatic version of this, I'd love Denzel Washington as a coach. I was crazy. Th- Look, when I was watching it, I was like, he could, he could do it. Yeah, Agreed, of course he dude. could, because he's intense. Agreed. I have a good actor who I couldn't see doing it, but it's just being thrown out there on size basis that he could be a gymnast. Martin Sheen. He's <laughs> tiny. <laughs> he is tiny. Yeah. I'd love to see Martin Sheen on the trampoline. Okay, I've, I'll go first because you guys won't like it. Um, for the main character, Haley. Haley Graham, I've got two, and they're from movies that are like this. It's Zoe Saldana because of the movie Bring It or Center Stage, okay. or um, Julia Stiles, mainly because she was in movies like this. She looks like she could be a gymnast. Uh, both too She's tall slim. to be gymnast, probably. But uh, acting-wise, yeah, that makes sense. I get why you did it. I had Julia Stiles on my list for sure. That there's also another pick that looks uh that looks a lot like her, and it's Hillary Swank. Hmm. Megan Megan 100 said Hillary Swank, and I'm like maybe she's too intense. Possibly, but she's got the athletic build. She can play angst. Yeah, Missy Peregrine uh, kind of Hillary's... just looks like Hillary Swank. So there's that aspect. I think Hillary of it. Swank is a good one though. Uh, I have an I really actress do. I don't like at all, but she's the queen of angst and shaking her head because you don't understand her. It's Cri- not a It's chance. Kristen Stewart. No fucking way. But Jordan, no you way. just don't understand my casting. You just don't. You just don't get it, man. <laughs> no, it'd be like you can't, we're both shaking our head dude, vigorously. I knew that's this what guy watched. I knew this guy has seen Twilight more than me. I knew it. Sounds like it. Yeah. Hey, man. I've seen it once. Or, I I worked at a movie theater when it came out, man. <laughs> Hey, I, hey! I'm not um, knocking anybody. Rock fist, rock fist in the air for Twilight. Hey, too much rock for one fist, you know. Uh, <laughs> guys, I didn't do it, but if you take Jack Black from Orange County, toss him as either Poot or Frank. I thought about that. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Uh, let us know what you guys thought of our recasting. Uh, we're gonna move it on to Mount Rushmore. Top four. Top four. Mount Rushmore. Top four. Okay, Mount Rushmore top four. This week is we're gonna do famous actors in movies that just aren't that great, and you're like, oh wow, like why is Jeff Bridges in Stick It? Well, we're gonna do the top four of that. Uh, I'm gonna, my, for my bottom four. It's kind of like a conglomerate because this had Miles Teller and it had um, 
Oh, shit, I just forgot his name. But that Fantastic Four remake, one, we just had a Fantastic Four. didn't need it. It was bad. Well, but it but it had kind of like a good cast. It's a shitty movie. I, I, I think the people have spoken, and I'm not a fan. I don't know anything about the comics. But for whatever reason, nobody likes a Fantastic Four movie. It's never worked. They didn't like it 10 years ago, three years ago. They'll remake it. People don't like it. Uh, my bottom is uh, Will Smith in Hancock. Ooh, you know, I wanted to I put have... Will Smith up there, but I wasn't sure which movie to pick. I was also going to maybe put... Uh, I was going to maybe put Gem- Gemini Man, that new one with his, was maybe my oh. Will Smith. Maybe some shit. Is Hitched good? I've never seen it. It's Hitch not. Is great. It's terrible, and it's I've best. seen it a lot. <laughs> it's gonna give you what it's gonna give you everything you want. So my number four is gonna surprise you, but it's Matt Damon. He makes a lot of misses in weird choices. Stuck we on you is zoo. probably no, no, stuck on you. We bought a zoo, and then he he's got that weird cameo in in Road Trip. I also he's the Scotty does it. No, I put Matt Damon down for Brothers Grimm too. Kind of, I don't know. Oh. As an honorable mention later, <laughs> you sounded sad by that. <laughs> I just, that movie sucks so much. Uh, we're on to number three. I picked Natalie Portman for Your Highness, but also, I all it's almost like she could have gotten there for th- that Thor movie, but that was supposed to be good. So just Your Highness. That was a bad movie. Uh, I don't think it was a bad movie. There's there's uh, there's some funny one-liners from that, but like, yeah, it is kind of crazy that she's in like a stoner type of... It's almost not like... That's not even as crazy. It's just like, okay, that was like out of all those like uh, stoner, like Judd Apatow-ish kind of rom-coms or, that, or comedies around that time, that one is just the most forgettable. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely forgettable. Forgettable. Um, I'm gonna go Dame Judy Dench in the in the movie Cats. Now that movie missed <laughs> entirely, but also, why would she do it? Why? You know, she doesn't need the money. It's just why. Because it's the theater. I know, but we're good. And she you didn't did get it. involved in Les Mis, and people liked Les Mis. No, I listen. I get why you would make a move like that, but why Cats? Just yeah, because weird. she missed out on Lame Is? Doesn't it seem like a weird choice for her to do cats? True. I would like to see her dance audition tape. She sang Memories, right? She's the memory song. I That's what don't she even did in know. it. I heard it was shit and didn't even want to see it for comedic uh, reasons. I just don't like that song. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> does. It's so boring. And I didn't I didn't do speech like you guys didn't as kids, but my sisters did. And I heard that and that Chicago song a million times when Cicero, I went to that one. Um, whatever we're in the jailhouse. Cell like block a, tango. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. A lot of people did that. Yep. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> um, Michael Keaton and Jack Frost. He just plays a snowman. Th- that was my next one. The that dad's was my next a snowman. One. You know, I like that movie though. It's a bad but role, but bad role, good I, movie. I actually man, I like really that. like that movie. I swear to God, that was my number. That was my next one. He's just He's more of a comedian than he is a dramatic actor if you look at all of his work. But even for him, that one's a weird choice. Yeah. You're going to want to rewatch that movie for two things. When he is in human form and not in uh, a snowman form, he's got frosted tips and an earring. Going to want to watch for that. Yeah, he we may awesome. actually come back to that like next year Christmas. I may. Yeah, actually, that might be a next Yeah, early Christmas. I may Christmas. push hard that for might that be a next good year start. Christmas. Good call. <laughs> all right. uh, my, uh. my number two. Uh, I've talked about this movie a couple times on the podcast. It is Robert De Niro for The Intern, the Anne Hathaway movie. It is garbage. I've talked to a few people that like it. I don't get why. 
It's just, uh, I hate it. Robert De Niro plays an intern. He's an old guy interning at a young tech company. Uh, hilarity ensues. I think you could have picked so many Robert De Niro roles. I hate those type of movies so much because you leave. I just watched a th- I just watched a story for two hours that I just like kind of don't care about anymore. Like, oh wow, that happened. The intern might have to be Bad Grandpa from him. That's like the one that's too far. Bad gr- wait the Johnny Knoxville. No, movie? sorry. Bad Dirty Sa- Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa. He played not. Oh, he- Robert De Niro, Dirty Grandpa. Yeah, I forgot that was a yeah, movie. Just- you know what? That might actually trump it. No, I really hate the intern. Uh, my number two actually was Will Smith in After Earth. Oh yeah, he's just he's better than that. He used to be. I get what he was thinking, but it's like stop it. Don't act <laughs> with your kids. You guys got money. Don't talk at a round table. I'm actually going to say Will Smith in his non-acting career. Am I the only one on this podcast who kind of enjoyed I Am Legend? No, I liked I Am Legend. The ending kind of pissed me off, but I think, I mean, it's we so sad. The, yeah. the ending is, not in the way they depict him dying, is like, just throw it. Just throw it yeah. and get out of there. Yeah, like, you don't blow, or, or if you're going to blow yourself up, do it differently. Jake Gyllenhaal, Prince of Persia. What a bad cast. You know, I just watched that <laughs> actually like a it. month ago. Bad movie, but like he's like, I, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. White, white hero recasting. It's all bad stuff. Uh, my number one is a Christopher Walken. He is the king of being in just whatever. But for this one, I picked the J-Lo movie. Apparently he's in Geely. I've never seen oh, really? it, but I just know that that is a garbage movie. And I just tried to pick the number one Christopher Walken, probably worst movies in. That's what I found. You're pandering. I am. I am. But I just, it's got to be the answer. So I made this list without putting Christopher Walken or another person. They were, of course, the two people that just show up in any movie. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do that. But okay. um, yeah, Christopher Walken's a camp mess. He's weird. Uh, my number one is going to seem weird because I just think it was an odd choice for him to make. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise, the movie, what's the movie? Rock of Ages? Just oh. made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, that was an interesting choice. Why'd he do it? Just why'd you do it? To bro? show his fun side in a time where everyone thought he was weird and hated that's him. Perf- that's that's but perfect. But it just backfired more. It just you just missed. And we could have told you that when we heard it. But do you know where he did succeed though in something like this? When yeah, I mean Tropic Thunder when he plays the agent. Tropic like, Thunder, obviously. So he, but that's a cameo. He, that's not he as can't much comedically a role. swing and hit. It's just that was a that was a miss. Yeah, cultivated by the right people surrounding him and letting it happen. True. Jennifer Aniston and Leprechaun. That makes sense. <laughs> I've never seen it. I get it. that it's her first movie, and maybe there's a caveat that you can't just pick, like, well, yeah, you just got to start somewhere. But, like, Jennifer mm-hmm. Aniston, big actress. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, for my first honorable mention, then I'll just throw out Leonardo DiCaprio is in Critters 2. Uh, kind of similar, just campy, 80s horror. Here's my honorable mention of not a specific role, but I think when he's cast in the right role, it works. But when Mark Wahlberg is cast in not the right role, it's always the worst movie ever. That's true. That is 100% true. Oh, I was just going to say, just uh, for you, shout out, Monuments Men had an A-list cast, and from what I understand, was not a good movie. Everyone in it is famous. That's a different list. Yeah, I know, I know. But I thought we could have said Michael Caine. Yeah, Michael Caine's definitely made some weird movies. The great, but he's like the great example of it. It's like he's a miscongeniality, and it's awesome. True. That is the fun thing, though, with some of these characters. Like, well, miscongeniality is not a bad movie. That's also no, true. No, exactly. You're right. That's true. It's a good movie. 
I just I don't I haven't seen a lot of his bad movies, but I'm sure there's a plethora. Uh, well, thanks to listening to our take on Stick It. Uh, if you like what you heard, make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Uh, if you have any movie requests, you can write in at cultclassicspodcast at gmail.com and you can find us at cultclassicspod on social media. Tyson and Lexi, this, this is for you. Keep, keep, keep writing us in, people. We'll do it eventually. Bye, bye.